What's up, everyone? This is Hannah with the Healthy Charleston Podcast. I am a physical therapist here in Charleston, and I am the new host of this podcast. This podcast is meant to give you the correct health and fitness information, along with spreading awareness of all of the different health and fitness professionals here in Charleston. I love being able to use this podcast as a way to meet all of those around me that are trying to make the world a better place. And my mission as a PT is to educate people and to empower them to take ownership and control of their health. This is season three of the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Healthy Charleston. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. You. Thanks so much for listening to the show. This podcast is sponsored by Made to Move Physical Therapy, and we believe that movement is medicine. If you have been dealing with pain that's preventing you from doing what you love, and if you're looking for a healthcare provider to help you meet your goals, then go to madetomovept.com slash contact us. That two is the number two. Fill out the form and reference the Healthy Charleston podcast. Listeners get 10% off their first session. Welcome back, everyone, to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. On today's episode, I sit down with Ashley Reese to talk about the new South Carolina Health and Fitness Association. If you are a trainer, a coach, a PT, a student, or somehow involved in the health and fitness industry, check out this episode to hear what this association is all about. Ashley talks about the problems he sees in our industry and why coming together to offer more education, mentorship, and support will ultimately help us all grow. The three goals of the SCHFA are to connect, raise the standards, and represent our industry in the statehouse. We are searching for a better way to say the acronym. So far, we've come up with SCIFA. Um, We are actively seeking a better option. So if you have any ideas, please let us know. I will let Ashley tell you the rest. Thank you for listening. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. I have another local celebrity on here today sitting across from me is Ashley Reese. Welcome. Well, thank you for having me. I'm not sure celebrity is the the word, but uh, I'll take it for today. Fitness celebrity (laughs) here in Charleston, a big name. So you started something recently called the South Carolina Health and Fitness Association. Did mm-hmm. I get it right? Uh, you did. Can you tell me everything about it? Go. Everything about it, go. What is it? Let's start with that. Okay. Well, it is an association that has three key components, right? So we want to connect the fitness individual, anyone from physical therapy to nutritionist to dietitian to personal trainer to massage therapist, anything and everybody in the health and fitness industry that could basically does business the way that personal trainers do, right? Um, most of us are self-employed, 1099, we're renting space or we're representing a company. Um, and yeah, so we are, we want to connect all these different facets of the fitness industry into one. Um, second thing is, is we want to raise the standards of the health and fitness community um, mm-hmm. through education. So we are actually a 5014C nonprofit organization. Um, 
where we do have dues, um, $25 a month, only because we do have community workouts and happy hours each month to kind of um, support the connect part. Um, but we also offer free CEUs on a monthly basis oh. from the National Academy of Sports Medicine, okay. who has come alongside of us. Um, they've never done anything like this before, um, but they're joining our mission and they're willing to do one webinar a month for all the members and you get 0.1 CEUs um, for absolutely... If you just watch the webinar. If you just watch the webinar and you attend it. Okay. So, um, and the third is... Once we get enough members, we will represent in the state house. Um, that does cost money. Lawyers are not free. Lobbying is not free. Um, the great thing is, is right now we are not fighting any lawmaking or LLR or legislation that's going to come against our industry in any kind of way. However, we do want to kind of unify and be on stand just in case something ever comes down the pipeline that can hinder or um, come in the way of you and I doing business the way that we do it. Um, and so if we can standardize ourselves and we can kind of come into one accord, then licensing and you know legislative rules and all that may not have to come in to give us structure if we can structureize ourselves and raise our own standards and have our own association. So that's kind of the nuts and bolts of it. I'm not going to get too wild up. I know you're looking no, at me no, like no, you I want me to get, get wired. Um, <laughs> you know, I think... The biggest picture of this, and I I don't want to say that I created this because this is way bigger than a me thing. Um, We have an amazing board that have come alongside of me to help me formulize and put all this stuff together. We've had an amazing PR team come alongside of us. Um, We've got a girl from the College of Charleston that donates her time to do social media posts and put together events. Um, And then really the person that's been by my side to help me formulate what this vision looks like, the mission of it. Uh, Amy Johnson has been incredible with just keeping my brain between the lines. And that's not easy. It's not easy. (laughs) It's not easy. Um, But I think the whole point of this association was really just from my four years of of owning a business. Um, I think so many times in my 13 years of training, Although I had a team, there was a lot of times where I felt alone, right? I didn't have support or I didn't know where to go find support. I didn't know uh, where to find resources and what I should be doing next and, you know, all these facets. And so, um, you know, the association was really a place for any trainer, whether they've been in the industry for 25 years or they're brand new to it, to actually find a place for a resource. Where can I find insurance? Where can I find help? Who can I bounce ideas off of? I know nothing about nutrition. Who can I connect with in a nutritional front? Um, I don't know what's wrong with my client's shoulder, and I am only educated this much. Maybe I should send them to a PT. Well, I don't know any PTs, you know? So it was really to help formulate and create a community around that health and fitness individual to create uh, to provide a better product for their clients and help them feel supported in their mission and what they love to do and, you know, their purpose. So... So how long has this been in the works? So we started planning it back in February. I actually had uh, four people, um, you know, asking me what we were going to do next. My personal training studio, we just moved off of Johnny Dodds Boulevard back in July, right after COVID. Mm. Um, We've been growing under construction. And in January, we actually showed up and I was like, man, we're at 94% capacity in my studio that we just moved into. Uh-oh. And I'm a very I'm a very uh, growth mindset person. 
So, you know, I had this, you know, this look on my face. And I had my mentor look at me and goes, you know, what's going on with you? You look, you look down. And I said, I said, well, I kind of am. I don't know. I can't really put my, my finger on, like, why. And he said, he said, well, man, your business is doing great. You've hired two managers. You've got 13 trainers. You guys are killing it. You're under construction. You've got a brand new facility coming up. And I said, yeah, and I think that's the problem. Like, I don't have anything to work towards. Like, project. I need a project. I need something to put myself into that's new and exciting and something I've never done. And he said, you need to start an association. <laughs> okay, that's the next step. Once you're an entrepreneur and then you create a successful, successful business, now it's association. No, no. Sometimes it's a second location okay, or a third location. Um, but I've, I've ran 14 gyms statewide in my past, and I just didn't want to go back to that. You didn't want another. I, I don't necessarily want to open three and four and five locations. Yeah. You know, I think for me, it's it's how can we have an impact on the industry mm-hmm. that isn't, you know, Ashley or Defining More Fitness, you know, opening two and three, four more Defining More Fitnesses. It's how can we actually change the industry, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because you can only have so much impact with facilities. But if you can get everybody in the fitness industry on the same accord, the top with down. the same standards, mm-hmm. On the same page, like what more could you do statewide than you open in a second or third facility? So I think for me it was more about impact than it was about how do I increase my margins and how do I make more money. I mean, honestly, like I've got two kids at home. For me, buying time is important. Mm -hmm. So if I can run a successful business, make what I want to make, and then go home at 4 o'clock every day and be with my kids, that is valuable to me. Now, you asked the Ashley seven years ago, he might have said, you know, let's open eight gyms and let's take over the world. Let's grow. That's different. That's, That's not my mentality. So mine is more about time versus money and more about... How can I be more intentional with that time? And then how can I make the greatest impact Mm -hmm. with that time? Um, And I think that's where the association, I mean, the association is a nonprofit. Nobody gets paid. Everybody's volunteering. I mean, our board is made up of of successful business owners in in the gym industry, in the physical therapy world, uh, in, you know, diastetics and supplementation and and all that. And they all volunteer their time. Mm -hmm. And they don't have a lot of it. But they see such an importance in an impact of the industry that they're willing to donate their time on a weekly basis with their knowledge and their education to bring videos to help the industry like Eve does and Tim does and Katie and Kayla and Joey and Tim. Um, They're bringing their expertise for 30 to 45 minutes every single week just to give you nuggets to help support you and your mission. So, um, you know, I think for me it it was a challenge for the association. And then in the next 48 hours, when you have three people tell you you need to do the same thing, there's uh, something there like, okay, why is four people saying you need to create an association? Yeah. Um, and then the fourth person actually said, listen, not only do I want you to do this, but I'm going to help you. And yeah. she sat down and she structured a business plan. We'll call it a business plan because it's not really a business, but she structured a plan in order for me to accomplish this. She's like, you've got seven days to go home and write this mission out. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I said, I said, I don't need seven days. She's like, okay, well, just give it to me whenever you can. I went home that night. Yes, I had a Modelo. I drank a Modelo. <laughs> You're a Modelo guy. I'm a Modelo <laughs> guy. You know, two Modelos, I'm good on a Friday night. Like, I had one Modelo in, my, in a quiet office on a Friday night, and I was like, I can't wait till tomorrow just to get this out of me. I want to do it right now. And I sat down, and I came up with the name of it. I came up with a 5014C. 
who my board was going to be, the topics that we were going to cover, what did our community workouts look like, the happy hours, the mission, and everything was just blam. And I sent it to her the next day, and she goes, okay, I don't want it right now. I need you to take it back, Oh. and I need you to make sure that everything that's on this page is what you want it to be um, because we're going to now strategize a plan to carry that out. And probably by the next Friday, I started reaching out to the board members. You know, Tim Church and Eve's Gigi was my first ones. You know, I've known them for 10 or 11 years. I knew that, you know, they were going to support this mission. They were going to be about it, and they were going to be a valuable asset in their knowledge and education to come to it. Um, and then I started reaching out to my other four, and I was like, okay, well, what would the who would the industry follow, mm. right? Um, and I started choosing people with, with uh certain purposes right and I was like well I know that the brand new trainer in the fitness industry may not listen to this person but will follow this person because they can relate to her in this capacity right Mm -hmm. and so we started formulating a board just based off of what would the industry and what would the common trainer and the common business person want to hear from because you know Eves may draw me into the association but I may not connect with Joey at all Mm -hmm. but then other people will connect with Joey because Joey was the towel folder who now is opening a 24,000 square foot gym mm-hmm. downtown Charleston, but they may not connect with a Tim Church, you know? Um, and so we wanted to make our board of people who were on the same mission, had the same vision, supported it, but then also could relate to the common person in the industry. Mm-hmm. So I think I answered your question and I didn't say on too much. So you're doing great. Okay, great. Good. What? Just a little affirmation here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're awesome. You're doing amazing. Thank you. What are some of the problems that you're hoping this will solve in the fitness, the health and fitness industry? I think a bigger thing is just the standards, right? I mean, our state's what, 42% obese mm-hmm. and overweight. Um, I don't think it's for the lack of of fitness professional, I think it's for the, the inefficiency of the fitness professional, Ooh. right? I mean, we have a lot of trainers. We have a lot of PTs. We have we have nutritionists galore. Like, everybody needs their mama is certified in something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just we're inefficient. And we're inefficient because we don't talk to each other. We don't connect. We're inefficient because we don't have resources to find out the information to send our client or our patient to someone else who can help them with something we can't. Um, and then we're not, we're not supported in the state house. Right. Um, but I think the biggest piece is, is, is standards. I think 42% or the majority of South Carolinians do not use the fitness industry because they can't trust it because you do not have to be certified Mm -hmm. to be a personal trainer. You don't have to have any kind of certification to say that you're a nutrition person. I mean, you've got people all day long spitting out nutrition advice and eating tips and all that who have no, who have no background in it whatsoever, but because it worked for them in some kind of crazy way that they think they're going to share it with the world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's programs out that right now that give great results, but they're a big crash diet, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, I see them every day, you know, not calling any names because it works for some people, you know, and it, you know... But I think as far as the standard in an organization uh, an industry, like there has to be something that qualifies people. And I think whenever you look at an industry and you're not knowing who has a master's degree versus who's just the Joe Schmo who has a six pack of abs who wants to make some money and actually take their client through the wrong stuff, like there's good intention people and then there's bad intention people. 
There's some people out there who aren't even certified, but they have good intentions, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think there needs to be a level playing field. There's, it's, it's not fair in a market for some people to pay thousands upon thousands of dollars a month to do business properly and pay for a business license and pay for their people to have insurance and pay for their pay mm-hmm. for um, you know all these overheads while someone down the road is charging the same amount of money and not even certified at all, right? There needs to be some kind of standard. And I think with that inconsistency, you've got a market who goes, well, I don't know if I'm just going to get somebody who's going to sell me something or if I actually got somebody who really cares and knows what they're doing, right? And the people always look at the negative. They always look at the, what is the downside? Well, here's the downside. So that downside is going to represent everybody else. Going to overshadow. It's going to overshadow. So then you have people out there who really know what they're talking about, who really know what they're doing, and they're having to come against every negative that you've ever experienced in the fitness and the industry, right? Mm-hmm. In order to give you a great product and mm-hmm. pour their heart and soul into it, right? Yeah. So I'm sure you're constantly fighting like false narratives or false beliefs in the in what you do every day, and also maybe even in your trainers. How much, so the, there's 42%, 42, is that 42% obesity in uh, our state? 42% obesity or overweight. So how much of that do you think is from the fact that while we have a million trainers, a million coaches, whatever, they don't know how to market and show people why they're valuable and why those 42% need them? Or the 42%, they don't see why they need us. Right. I think it's lack of education. You know, I think that there has to be, I think some people automatically get tuned out because they just hear Jim or they have this stigma. I did a mental health interview two weeks ago uh, with Mike Becker. And one of my questions to him was, how has the fitness industry positively or negatively affected, right, the consumer? Oof. You can, I think of negatives immediately. Right. Because as the fitness industry, we, we paint this picture of six-pack of abs, sweaty guy in the gym, you know, Very the tan. woman with the, the booty that pops out, <laughs> you know, the bicep and all that. So when people think gym industry, they think health and fitness, they automatically have this picture and they're automatically either not motivated, they're either turned off by it, mm-hmm. or they go, man, that looks like a lot of work, Right. And so I think we need to do a better job with educating our people in the industry to educate their circles, right? So if we can educate our people more with what's right and what's wrong and how to do it and the proper ways to do things, then in turn, they may get more confident in their marketing ability in order to put out the right verbiage and the right wordage and the right marketing materials to say, hey, this is not, this is maybe what you're sold over here, but this is not who we really are, mm-hmm. right? And that's what we want to do as an association, right? We want to get to a point where anyone who is a part of the association or a studio that's a part of the association has that sticker on their front door that says, hey, we have a certain standard and we believe in certain protocols and we believe in certain avenues of how to do health and fitness. And it's not the six-pack of abs. I mean, one of the biggest, the biggest overcomers that I do in my gym every single day is you know, the middle-aged mom mm-hmm. who did a lot of cardio and crash dieted. Yep. Right? And my biggest thing for them is like, hey, once upon a time, high intensity and salads work for you. But high intensity and salads may not work for you anymore. Why? Because hormones have changed. Cortisol levels have changed. And so you've got two kids now 
Well, number one, you're not sleeping as much as you used to. Number two, you're running from a bear all day long because your anxiety is always on alert because you've got kids somewhere and you've got to do this and you've got to do that. Now what happens when you go to do that high-intensity class? Now you just send it in overdrive. I didn't hit your table. I clapped. I know. You did good. You did well. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but, but now you set your cortisol levels and all that into overdrive and you're trying to chase a result or you're trying to do more. And what I try to educate our people on is not – I try to get them to slow down. Mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, we don't need to speed you up. We just need to slow you down, and then let's be more efficient with what we are doing. I don't want to add more to your day. You don't need more added to your day. You need something taken away. You know, it's what you guys talk about here a lot is load versus capacity, mm-hmm. right? And it, it, it's, it's, and when I can explain that to them and I come off in confidence, then they go, man, this is not just another diet program. Yeah. This is not just another fad. This is not just another cookie cutter program. I'm like, no, this is customized for you, and I am trying to come against everything and every myth that you've ever heard about what gets you results to actually center it back down to what actually is going to work for you and where you are in life. And if anything, let's just get you some emotional, mental stability. Because sometimes I just want to feel like I'm sane and just feel good about who I am right now and not be chasing a six-pack of abs and a lifted booty. Mm-hmm. Right? On this goose chase you're never going to get and that you don't actually want either right you think that you want it but what do you get when you get there right. i have it takes what it takes is like for you to be able to have that conversation is you have to be able to get in front of them and then have that conversation and i think we can do a better job of even maybe like marketing that conversation of like what health and fitness actually looks like right i have conversations with people all the time the the busy exec, like the busy single dad, the busy mom who we, we talk about their sleep, not great. Nutrition, they say not great. Stress, 8 out of 10. Okay, why are you not benefiting from your running program? And we draw it all out on the board and they're like, oh my God. I'm like, you don't have any downtime. And your downtime, quote unquote, is spent stimulated. Right. And when you draw it out for them, like you said, when you draw it out for them, when you're confident about it and you explain it to them, they're like, oh, this isn't just another gimmick. This isn't a quick fix. And I think that part makes it hard because now it is a, it's more of a lifestyle change. The quick fixes are easy because they don't last because they're quick fixes. Right. What's sustainable takes time. Behavior change takes time. And it's a very slow process of hey, let's meet once a, once a week or twice a month and we have to, to talk through these things and make changes that are sustainable for your life and then build because we're playing the long game here. We're not playing, how can you lose 10 pounds for Johnny's barbecue on Saturday? Right. It's how can you show up to your, your daughter's wedding and be able to dance? Right. And consistently. Oof. Consistency is the number one thing. Right. How do we find balance and then be consistent in our balance of life? And not expect more out of ourselves than what we are able to get, right? I think sometimes it's like, you know, we tell clients all that. And so when, going back on the marketing point, right? Our marketing is not, we don't, we don't market anymore, lose 25 to 35 pounds in 90 days. We don't do that anymore. Did you used to? We used to. Why? Because it worked. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think as I get older <laughs> and our business morphs into who our business is ultimately going to become, right? I think we change our marketing based on who we are as a staff. 
mm-hmm. and the level of education. And then what we do in our downtime away from clients as far as furthering our education. So the more that we are get educated and the more that we understand human behavior and what really people need to hear right now, not what they want to hear, mm-hmm. then we shift our marketing in order to be that. So um, a lot of stuff that we've been putting out there lately is about rest and recovery. I don't, we don't, we don't put out daily workouts Mm -hmm. because that's not, that's not what we're trying to promote. We're trying to promote balance of life. We're trying to promote that, you know, life isn't all about just high intensity workouts every single day or heavy lifting every single day. There is a balance of ebb and flow between everything and everything works together. Mm -hmm. And so in our marketing, we put that, we're like, Hey, if you want to get toned, leaner, feel healthier, feel better, get your balance back X, Y, and Z. That's what we're marketing because I am not about that quick fix. Now, here's the thing, too. If we can get your eating in check and we can get you moving more and your body just happens to lose 30 pounds in 60 days, that was your body doing what your body wants to do. But I don't promise that to anybody because that's not what I'm after, right? We're not doing a crash diet. We're not doing a crazy workout program. We are finding balance for your body to make you in a more mental and emotional state of being happy and healthy. And then we will see the side effects of the physical as we get those two in check. Mm. And that's kind of how we've changed. And I think that, you know, if we just push out, you know, high intensity and weight loss and high intensity weight loss, like we're missing, we're missing it. We're missing it. We're missing a huge opportunity to serve our clients, especially in a healthcare system that's broken. Because we are like on the front lines. Like I say all the time, the trainers are the ones that are on the front lines. People come to them when they have health problems. You get seven minutes with your average primary care. We get to solve their problems. If all we're doing is high intensity and eat less, we are doing a disservice to them. It may even be malpractice at that point. Do you think that most trainers think like this? No. And is that the goal? To change their thinking? To change why people are... Not even just in in this industry, but what they're doing and how they're doing it in this industry. I think the goal is to equip and give someone the atmosphere and the environment to better themselves in whatever capacity that looks like for them. Mm-hmm. I know that's a very broad answer, well, it but depends. I say that to, I, I say that I'm going to give you an example. Um, when I was running 14 gyms statewide, right? We we had Eight managers and a hundred trainers, from Greenville to, to Charleston. What gym was this? Uh, we we did thirteen gyms for Isha Athletic Club. Oh, okay. And then I had a gym in Greenville called the Imagine Center, hmm. and I was overseeing fourteen at one time. Um, and we had a very cookie cutter program, and it was at this point in time where, okay, most of the people who do our cookie cutter program get the results, right? But what I started realizing is that there were a ton of people that we weren't able to reach because the program wasn't a right fit for them. Mm. And so part of me was, I was like, man, like we limit who we can actually help by what we and how we do it. What would it look like if everybody got a customized program and everybody got a custom approach to it? So it was, it was at that time. But before that, I didn't know any different. I was, I was new in the game. You know, I was I I was like, man, here's a program. It's well rounded. It's got carbs, fats, and proteins in it. You know, and here's three days a week of working out. Right? It's all resistance based training. We didn't do high fat workouts or high fat um, nutrition, and we didn't do a lot of cardio. 
right? It was against the program, mm. right? And it got great results off most people, right? Um, but we didn't hit the athletic, the athlete. We didn't go after the sports person. We didn't go after the people with eating disorders. We couldn't. It, we were very, we were very uh, structured in who we were after. The person that wants to lose. I mean, our, our marketing was lose 25, 35 pounds in ninety days, guaranteed. 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 But you know what? It worked. For the people who actually did it, mm-hmm. it worked, right? But what I didn't like about it is I didn't like it. It limited who I was, who I could work with. And, it li- and in limiting who I worked with, limited my growth mm-hmm. of me learning training a Hannah versus training a Dane. You know, like I didn't want that. I wanted to grow. Like we're going back to my growth mentality, right? Um, but I think that if you are put in the right environment and around the right people, then these um, epiphanies, right, can happen a lot easier. And then you can realize that what what are people saying around you instead of just being in your little bubble. Mm-hmm. You can go, okay, well, um, my marketing is always going to be affected by what people want to hear. Right now, data has shown us that people are looking up rest and recovery far more than high-intensity workouts. Interesting. So our marketing has shifted. There's a little ploy for anybody who's out there doing marketing trying yeah. to get some more fun. <laughs> You're welcome. Rest and recovery, right? So like we've shifted our marketing more to rest and recovery. And find your balance on a Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. And nutritional stuff. We don't put workouts out there, nothing like that, because people aren't wanting to hear it. Mm-hmm. I, I shared this with my staff the other day. Um, but the more that I'm around other professionals, the more that I'm in the market of what is actually going on, the more I can get out of my bubble to actually give a product that what people actually want and then give them a product that is actually sufficient to what they're looking for. Right? Um, if I only do one thing one-sided, I'm going to limit who I can work with. I'm going to limit who finds me. I'm going to limit how I can grow. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know that I want to change people's thinking. I want to offer the environment mm-hmm. for someone's thinking to change in whatever capacity and way that oh, they you, you reworded that really well. wanted to. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to tell you to the trainer that I want you to be. Right? Mm-hmm. I want you to become the trainer that you want to be. I just want to give you the opportunity and resources to support that. You want to help them figure it out. Because you offer something way more unique than what I do over here. Does that make sense? Yeah, we all do. And, sure. I think, and I think that's, I don't want to, and you can look at my team right now. Everybody on my team is completely different. And where I used to have these robot trainers, this is how we train, this is our nutrition, do it. Mm-hmm. The team that we've built on at the Final Fitness is like, man, like Anya, completely different than Jade. Jade, completely different than Brandon. And everybody's completely different. So that way when we have a client come in, right, we give them a customized program, but then we put them with the right person that can help motivate them, encourage them on the level that they want, and then have the expertise that they want. So more than anything these days, I don't want to tell you how to be the trainer or the professional you want to be. I just want to give you the environment and atmosphere mm-hmm. in order to develop on your level and however you want to. And the association is a big umbrella of that, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's like teaching a man to fish. Like, and we are such a new industry. Like, we're very young. We're like children. The health and the health and fitness profession. Like, you don't really realize how new it is. And so I, I think a lot of our issues come from the fact that we're so new and we're trying to figure it out. And to have a, like, not even a governing body, but to have an association that's like, hey, we're here to help you. We're here to, to guide you while you figure it out. 
so that you can be the best version and you can help the people that the way that you want to help them because the most one of the most important things is the one-on-one connection that you get with your coach, your PT, your trainer, etc. And that's why that it needs to be a good fit because hopefully we're all doing things that are going to get them in the right direction. But I can give you the best program in the world. One, if you don't follow it, it's not a good program anymore. And two, if we don't mesh, then you're not going to get the results that you want. So having a team that's diverse and encouraging that diversity, I think, is, is huge. What do you think, like, let's fast forward maybe, I don't know, year, three years. What's your vision? Where do you want to take this? Well, we come a long way in 90 days. Yeah. <laughs> we just had a little community workout at the end of April, which was kind of our soft launch. Um, May was our actual first event. Our June event was, it was 27 people in a workout and happy hour. You know, we're into the July months right now and we've got, we're going to be on John's Island at Black Flag Gym, which, you know, Seb has done an incredible job. I, I When I was first getting started, Seb needed somewhere to train. I leased him some space for a little while. And then he left to go to John's Island and start his own gym. He's doubled his space over there. So it's really cool that I have that history with Seb. Full circle. Um, and his brother, they've done a it, – it's, it's really cool, right? So a guy who used to, um, you know, rent has now got a huge facility in John's Island and just killing it. And I just love to see those stories unfold and to be able to just be a small part of that. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I think, uh, you know, I love vision and I get excited about thinking about it. Um, you know, I think where we would want to take this is we would have ambassadors, right? We would have an associate, uh, association ambassador. So we'd have an ambassador in Greenville, an ambassador in Columbia, Orangeburg, Rock Hill, Hilton Head, Bluffton, Myrtle Beach, Charleston, um, Walterboro, (laughs) maybe. Um, but you know, these, these, um, these ambassadors would kind of, oversee their area and be in charge of the networking and the connection um, for their area, for the connect, the workouts and the happy hours. Um, and they would help us reach more trainers and get more people bought into the association and what we're trying to do. Um, you know, um, I would love to have a yearly annual seminar where we would have like a, you know, Brett Bartholomew or oh, somebody come high. in. Yeah. NASM and ACE have already agreed that they would come in, you know, quarterly or yearly to uh, do a two or three day seminar for us. Um, I mean, the 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 foundation's there. Um, I think now it's just we just need the momentum of people supporting it, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, we're we're very young, and people in the fitness industry are very timid. Um, and we've we've priced it at a ridiculously twenty five dollars a month, and you're getting free CEUs and all this stuff out of it. Um, but we just need people to join it. Um, you know, we need people to join it and support it. And so that we can do bigger events and bring more value to, you know, the person that's involved with it and then actually raise the standards of, you mm-hmm. know, the South Carolina industry. Oof. Because the ultimate goal is that the medical side of things, you said medical industry earlier. I think a lot of times you don't have the medical side of things referred to the fitness side of things Mm -hmm. because the medical side of things is very much about qualifications. They're very much about the MD beside their name and the PhD beside their name and the the initials, right? And 
but we're not in the fitness industry. And so when you got a when you got an industry that's all about qualifications and what education do you have, they're not going to send it to somebody. There's there's no standard on it. They don't trust us. Right. And so they go. So here and there, I've got a guy that trains for me part time. He's an orthopedic school at MUSC. Mm-hmm. We've got several MUSC physical therapy for you sure, know, students. Yeah. And so we do like individual meetings um, where we'll get referrals and stuff like that, just because I know them on a very personal level and they understand. Um, but on a mass scale, you know, medical field is like, yeah, we, wi- we we wish you would go to a workout and we wish you would do this. But I don't know who you would go check out and who you would go see because I don't really, there's nobody for me to pull from. So the association would tentatively have a list of providers that are part of the association, their credentials. They have a certain standard because they're part of the association. Mm-hmm. So that way when a doctor in Mont's Corner needs a weight loss program for their client, they can go, okay, well, I know the South Carolina Health and Fitness Association, they have standards. Mm-hmm. And let me go look up trainers in Mont's Corner of who's qualified because I know because they're a part of this association, there's a certain standard, right? And so I'm going to check them out for you. Or why don't you go check them out because I can trust this entity of an association um, and what they kind of bring to the table. So I think it's, it's, it's merging that. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing that um, I went to a graduation for a, a med school student and he had 20 other doctors there with him and they were like well what do you do and I'm like I want a personal training studio and they're like oh really and my buddy Chris is like yeah I actually work for him he actually paid for some of my bills to go through med yeah. school you know he actually helped me pay for my power bill when I was in school and he was like and they were like man that's interesting like how do y'all connect mm-hmm. and I'm like and then Chris just kind of goes off and Chris is like, one of the biggest things I'm going to do when I'm a doctor and I'm out of school is I'm going to refer people yes. to y'all all day long because there's value in that. Mm-hmm. And all these other doctors are like, that's intriguing. That's intriguing. And you would have thought it was rocket science yeah. going off in their head. And I'm like, no, it's just, we're just trying to bridge that gap. Like, and it doesn't even have to be anything crazy. It just has to be relationally. And it has to be an understanding that we can't actually do what you need done. We just need something to tell you that, you know? So... Anyway, I'm gonna... I mean, I think it's funny that like the way that that happened is because you had a personal relationship with that person, because that's what stands out. Like that's why that happened. That's why all the doctors are talking about it. Yeah. I think the most important question I have um, for this whole podcast is, how do you pronounce the acronym without having to say the South Carolina Health and Fitness Association? Can we make it Skiffa? Shafa. Shva. Shva. Shva? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Have you not thought of this? Was this not your first thought? <laughs> I have not because I just get it just rolls off my tongue like so South like, Carolina Health and Fit Association. Food and Bev. Yeah. Health and Fit. Uh, half? Fat the fob industry, the half industry. I don't know. I'm gonna task you with that. No. <laughs> and I'm gonna let you get back to me in seventy two hours. Oof. Shva. Shva. I've never thought about that, honestly. What are the next steps? What what can we expect to see from you in the next few months? And how do our listeners get involved? Yeah, uh, I think the easiest way to get involved is to go to www.schealthandfitness.com. SCHealthandfitness.com. SCHealthandfitness.com. Uh, check out our events calendar. We've got the next three months up and ready to run. We have weekly educational stuff from our board. We have weekly content from NASM. Uh, we have monthly content from NASM. Um, we do weekly interviews with mental, you know, health, behavioral uh, people just to help bring value to your clientele. 
Um, we have a community event um, the last Friday of every month. We mm-hmm. showcase a different studio and a gym. Last month we were at Frequency Fitness. This month we're at Black Flag Gym in Johns Island. What about August? Do you know? August is going to be, I think, O2 Fitness on Daniel Island. Oh, nice. Okay. Yep. Um, O2 Fitness is a big partner of ours and on board. Um, come to the workouts. Uh, tune in. A lot of the content that we do on a weekly basis is absolutely free to the public. Um, some of the stuff like NASM, you do have to be a member to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but check us out. Join. It's 25 bucks. You know, for the for what I understand, the twenty five dollars because you are you're spending it on educational uh, content and a nonprofit, it is write offable. So you can oh. write off that twenty five dollars. I mean, um, don't hold me to that, but I believe that it's one hundred percent true for you. You can do that. You need to check with your CPA on that. But um, twenty five bucks for resources and connecting and, and educational content, and then you know um, you know very soon we're going to have that lobbyist. You know, just making sure that our industry is protected. But um, come to a community workout. Come to a happy hour. Write us. Email us. We'd love to answer any questions that you have. Just get involved. I mean, and just support your industry because we're here to support you. So Awesome. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a nice day. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Head on over to Instagram. Find us at Healthy Charleston. Leave us a review on iTunes. If you ever have any topics you want us to talk about or guests you want to bring on, feel free to DM us. Otherwise, thanks again.